It's a mail it in Monday, June 22nd, 2020, coming off the first reasonably normal weekend in quite some time, and I have to say I'm still exhausted. Uh, but there are a lot of things for me to complain about today. So uh, tune in, listen, episode 14 of Complaints and Observations. The greatest podcast hosted by someone who knows so precious little about. Yeah. Almost everything. A journey into the mediocre mind of an exceptionally average person. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. Yeah. Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? So, welcome. Um, another uh, episode here, the 14th episode of Complaints and Observations. Uh, got to spread the word a little bit over the weekend to some, some folks that uh, either weren't aware or simply hadn't invested the time in their friend and the effort that they've put into making this fucking terrible program. Uh, so, hopefully... Some of you are listening for the first time, and if that's the case, welcome. Now tell your friends, tell your coworkers. Um, I'm sure that everyone is looking for uh, some new entertainment, and um, they can come here and probably listen to a recommendation that I might make for some good entertainment. Because it's not really the show, per se. The show's terrible. But that's not the point, you're missing the point. So, as I mentioned, uh, first somewhat normal weekend in months. Busy weekend, jam-packed weekend, I must say. Uh, Friday went and got my hair cut, very excited. Although, uh, Ali was not in the best of moods. He He seemed very down. Not down, but just aggravated, I think. Um, you know, short answers... Maybe it's because he has to fucking cut people's hair uh, with a mask on and gloves and spray down the fucking chair every two seconds and he's wearing like a leather. He was wearing a almost, almost, yeah, you know what? That had to have been a butcher's apron. It was fucking leather. There was a lot of stumbling there. I apologize. Uh, I'm still tired. I didn't get much sleep Saturday night. was up till like 3 in the morning. haven't been up till 3 in the morning in, in a long time. And rightfully so. Why the fuck do I need to stay up till 3 in the morning ever? Uh, you know, so went to bed after 3, woke up at 7.30. Yeah, it doesn't make for a good day, you know? But uh, went to Mohegan Sun. Um, and down there in Connecticut, for those of you who aren't familiar with Mohegan Sun, it's a casino. Yep, right down the street from another casino, Foxwoods. Uh, but I am—I do like Mohegan Sun. I think there's more to do, and I think the food there is a little bit better than at Foxwoods, and that's just my personal preference. They both steal money from you, but, you know. Uh, so it was good to, to get out there, um, hang out with friends, uh, a lot of drinking, so Saturday night I was uh, in the wrapper, uh, which was good. We went to a restaurant. Now, first sit-down meal, 
um, probably since early March. So, you know, it's funny how much a shitty restaurant can ruin a good time. And so we went to this uh, this place called Comics Roadhouse, which I assume, I think is the half comedy club, half restaurant bar thing. Um, you know, they got a fucking mechanical bull out front. Terrific. Great. Um, now that I'm mentioning it, I think, I think my wife rode the mecha- mechanical bull. Huh. Yeah, I had forgotten about that. Um, but yeah, so ordered appetizers, cheese curds, and a big pretzel. No problem. They're appetizers. How can they fuck it up? Well, uh, they bring out the food. Nobody that ordered like a regular meal liked it. It was dog shit. I ordered like some kind of platter thing with you know a few different things on there, uh, and it was fucking disgusting. It was flaming hot garbage. Um, you know, you haven't, you haven't worked for a few months, a couple months, however long, come back, you open the place up and it's like, yeah, we're going to serve dog shit to customers. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, sure. That makes sense. Right. Um, but I don't know. Fewer people in the building as usual. Uh, at least I thought there were fewer people. It felt like fewer people. Everybody wearing a mask, which was great. Uh, I was fully expecting, uh, you know, laser temperature uh, readings every now and again. But apparently, they had this interesting system set up where they're funneling people into different specific parts to get into the building. And they was there, there was a machine that was taking your temperature as you walked in. You didn't even know it. So I thought that was an interesting way to do it. It's not very invasive. Nobody really knows. I thought it was great. Uh, and that's how it should be. Why would you let fucking sick people in the building anyway, even when there's no pandemic going on? Don't let them in. Uh, everything spaced out. Slot machines closed. Uh, fewer seats at a blackjack table, which... Really fucking fried my balls, because normally you can fit six people. Uh, they cut that in half. So now there's only three people at a fucking blackjack table. Um, still had a bunch of tables closed. Like Of all the times to fucking close tables, it's not now. Open up as many fucking tables as you can. Even if the goddamn dealer sits there and, and has one person, you're making money off that. And to top it off... Nothing less than, I mean, I didn't find any tables. Uh, that, actually, I shouldn't say that. There were, I think, one $25 hand table that I saw. Uh, the only open seats were at a $50 table. So I was so drunk that I sat down and played $50 hand blackjack, which I've never done before. I think I lasted an hour. So I dropped 300 bucks in the course of an hour. Massive waste of money. Um... But, you know, it, it was it, it seemed a little bit cleaner. You couldn't smoke in there, which was fantastic. Get that disgusting shit out of this. I mean, granted, it's a casino. It's, it's a haven for vice. So, 
you know, I can understand it. However, like it was just so clean. It just felt cleaner being in there uh, because there was no smoking. Now, look, that meant I couldn't smoke a cigar, but that's fine. We actually went outside, hung out by a fire, and uh, sat around. I smoked a cigar. It was terrific. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, bathrooms, they had proper sink and urinal uh, closures, which I don't know what the fuck that's going to do. You know, there's soap and water in the bathroom. That's what kills this thing. So you're going to just close some sinks so that when people are done pissing all over the urinal and all over the floor, uh, they have to wait to wash their hands because you've closed some of the sinks. Where's the logic there? I didn't, I didn't fucking get that. Strange. But, you know, it was good. It was a good time. Uh, enjoyed myself. Uh, lost money, which was fine. Not fine. I mean, I'm unemployed. But, it was, uh, so it was fun. That was fun. Uh, played some golf on, on Saturday as well in the morning. Uh, with some friends I hadn't seen in a while. So that was nice. Uh, the... Golf itself was fucking horrific, probably because it was 99 degrees outside. And I suck at golf. But, yeah. So, <clears throat> there was some golf on TV yesterday, which was great. Uh, they had a rain delay, or a lightning delay, which pushed the the end of the round until prime time. Webb Simpson uh, got the win. Love that guy's name. Um, what else? What else did I do? Uh, I don't think we did anything else. No, yesterday I didn't do much. Yesterday, I mean, yeah, like I said, I went to bed at fucking nine o'clock. It's gross because I was exhausted. And now I'm still exhausted. What are you going to do? It's going to take another day. I got up this morning. I went for a walk, did my exercise, still feel like shit. So I'm on my third cup of coffee today. And it's, as I'm talking to you, I think it's 11 o'clock in the morning. So, um, some other shit that I wanted to talk about, uh, my beloved hammers, uh, lost on Saturday, uh, two wolves, which I don't know. I don't want to say I was expecting it, but I was kind of expecting it. Um, again, running around like fucking, uh, lazy, uninspired bunch it's it the worst part about it is that you can always pick out the two or three players that are head and shoulders better than everybody else on the field for any particular time the ones that actually give a fuck too many passengers on this club way too many the manager i think he his hands are tied i can't i can't blame him for the way that they play because my guess is when they're actually practicing, he's telling them what they need to do. And I'm guessing what, what he's telling them to do is not stand around lazily and not mark their guys, not play any defense, because this particular manager, David Moyes, he's known for a defensive style and an attacking style. So it's It's frustrating. They've got... Spurs tomorrow, which I'm not confident. I mean, we 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 we're missing three guys: uh, Sebastian Haller, uh, Bobby Snodgrass, 
Angelo Ogbonna, who Angelo Ogbonna was, he's probably the hammer of the year. So not having him in the middle in front of um, the net made a huge difference. Declan Rice was back there and it just didn't, I don't know. So I'm hoping we get some healthy bodies back tomorrow and can actually uh, put up a fight against Spurs. One, because fuck Spurs. And two, we need the fucking three points badly. So there's your uh, soccer minute. If you didn't listen to Thursday's show, uh, that's fine. You know, I wasn't expecting uh, a ton of people to listen to my soccer show. It is what it is. I enjoyed it, and that's all that really counts. However, I think the remainder of this episode will be okay for you. If you can't put your biases aside for one second and listen to soccer talk, then that's on you. Not me. Uh, what else? I want to talk about Bubba Wallace again. Now people are fucking dropping uh, nooses in his uh, in his garage. Like what? What fucking kind of shithead are you? That you're gonna do that uh, right now? You've got to be one ignorant motherfucker. To actually do that. And the thing is, the more I read about this, you know what somebody on the inside at NASCAR or on another team, uh, because you can't get into Talladega, you can't get into the garages there. It's not like there's no fans, so it's not like somebody with a pit pass is coming in and just fucking tossing a noose around. But again, Bubba Wallace has the biggest fucking balls on the planet. He is in the middle of a goddamn bee's nest. So I'm curious to see how this race goes today because they're running it today as opposed to yesterday. And uh, I'm curious to see what NASCAR finds. It sucks that it doesn't suck because fuck NASCAR, it's a boring sport, but like they're getting all these eyes on them for the exact wrong reasons, which is interesting. So, um, I did get a voicemail uh, from a listener. Uh, We're going to talk about that. So let me get that booted up for you. Hang on. Hey, Dave. You know, in the big cities, all the old buildings are labeled uh, 1 through 12, and they skip uh, the 13th floor and go right to the 14th out of superstition. Yeah, um, so uh, congratulations on episodes 1 through 12, and uh, 14 should be uh, uh, good. Yeah, it'll be good. This goes back to what I said previously. You didn't have to listen to it. Instead, Jeff went out of his way to send me a message at quarter of five this morning. Not just a message, but uh, a terrible joke. I have nothing. I have nothing else to say. So because it is Monday, it is time for three gripes. Last week, I only gave you two. This week, I have literally six of them on my show sheet here. I'm going to give you at least three, maybe even four, to make up for it. And I'm sure you're all dying 
for that fourth one. I doubt it, but... Gripe number one. Chick-fil-A being closed on Sunday. It's both a good and a bad thing. Let's start with the obvious. Uh, If I want Chick-fil-A on a Sunday, I can't have it because they're all closed. Now, without getting into the whole, you know, stupid religious reasons why they're closed, um, you know, they're closed and it sucks. The flip side is, they can give their people every Sunday off. That's a day off. They can count on that every week that they have Sunday off. And honestly, I think that's a good thing. I would love for us to go back to that, um, back to the time when a lot more shit was closed on Sundays. Blue laws, as they called them here in the, uh, the fair Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Again, it goes back to a very puritanical time and for puritanical reasons, let's ignore that and just look at Sunday as a relaxing day. That's it. Close some shit. You got to, you know, keep convenience stores open and supermarkets open, but that should be it. Nobody needs anything else. You know, anything that you need on a Sunday, you can get Monday to Saturday. Close the shit down. Or, how about this? Let's say you do it two, three times a year. Like, if you're not going to do it every every single week, do something where, you know, each quarter. So there's four quarters in in the, in the year. You have one closed Sunday every quarter. It allows people who normally don't have Sundays off to have a Sunday off. Fuck, you could even make one of them Super Bowl Sunday. You know? Shorter hours or something for the supermarket because it's a Super Bowl. I'm drowning in my thoughts here. This is not... This is what happens when you don't take the time to properly do a show sheet. You get fucking all, you know, willy-nilly. But, you know, Chick-fil-A. Wanted Chick-fil-A yesterday at the casino. Closed. So I got fucking hosed. I'd love an informal poll. I would do one on the uh, Twitter page, but I have 10 followers. Maybe I'll do one on the Instagram page where I think I have 13. And uh, my assumption is that none of them would respond to the poll, but... Maybe I will do an informal poll on the Instagram page, Complaints and Observations Pod. Would you like Chick-fil-A to be open on Sunday? See what happens. There's still too many people around here that haven't even had Chick-fil-A yet, which is just fucking mind-blowing. Their chicken is fantastic. Fantastic. Their politics suck. But it's not a political show. Their chicken is is dynamite. So, you know, in reality, my gripe is that it's closed. But at the same time, I kind of see the flip side of it, that it can be a good thing. Gripe number two, mustard water. Have we not progressed 
enough as a society where if I open mustard, go to put on a sandwich, a hot dog, hamburger, whatever, that I'm not going to get a fucking gallon of vinegary, vinegary, vinegary water right off the bat. And yes, I know, like, I, you shake it, but then you, you open that cap, and now you've got an eruption of mustard. It's gross. When you have a soggy bun because of the, the mustard water, you can't cover that up. It's not, I mean, you, you put mustard over that, obviously, but you still have a soggy bun. It's fucking gross. Somebody needs to figure this shit out. I wonder if he had a a uh, battery-operated condiment stirrer, like a constant stirring. Every every three hours, the timer goes off. It stirs your condiment. That way, when you go to use it, there's no water. Ketchup water is another one, but I find the mustard water to be more disgusting. But I may have just invented something. The condiment stirrer. The automatic condiment stirrer. I thought I had a great idea for an app this morning. About something to keep track of all the shit that's in your freezer. And I was thinking because... I don't know if it was a commercial for... um, One of the fucking 8,000 insurance companies. And it was something about... You know, the lasagna in the freezer from 2008 I'm like oh there should be a fucking app keep track of hey you know this will be bad in six months here's when i put it in here's when it comes out you'll get a notification when that shows up great idea right nope somebody's already done it that's the problem and i am an idea man for ideas that already exist it's a real catch-22 However, I don't know if there's an automatic condiment stirrer, a timed condiment stirrer, to keep mustard water at bay. Because it's disgusting. And we don't need that anymore. They're going to turn around and come up with a fucking vaccine for this goddamn Rona in a short amount of time but we can't figure out how to get rid of mustard water. Priorities, people. Gripe number three. Studies, quote-unquote, hit the mic stand, studies, air quotes, by universities and colleges and whatnot. I was reading on the internet today, a study by Colorado State University which found that women are less likely to swipe right or say yes to men if they're posing with a cat in their picture. I have multiple issues with this. First, 
If I'm a student at Colorado State University and I find out that they're using my fucking tuition money for this nonsense, I'm marching right down to the fucking office and saying, I need a fucking refund. There's nothing else that you could be doing. It's just fucking PR. There's no value to this at all. Second, the pictures that they used, they're like professional Olin Mills photos, you know, of these two fucking uh, uh, douchey-looking kids holding a cat. The cat is clearly not theirs because it's the same fucking cat in both photos. I'm, uh, yeah, it's dumb. My, my third issue is that, you know, it goes into all these percentages and how many, how many people, uh, were, were surveyed, uh, 708 women aged 18 to 24 were surveyed in the online experiment. Stupid. Congratulations, Colorado State University, for having the dumbest fucking uh, study ever done by a university. I'm also trying to say that cat men, in quotes, are less masculine. It's, it's, you know, it's an affront to those of us who enjoy cats. It's bullshit. I love dogs. I just happen to have cats. Why? Because it's easier. I'm just fucking lazy. And I love cats. Love dogs. Eventually, I'll have a dog. Just at this point in my life, I haven't had a dog. It's the same reason I don't have kids. I know I'm res- I am was not responsible enough to have children at a younger age. I'm not responsible enough right this minute to have a dog. I'm getting there. Not yet. Gripe number four. Which one do I want to do? I'll save that social commentary for... I'm going to do five gripes, okay? And aren't you guys fucking lucky, huh? Look at that. Jam-packed show. Jam-packed. Gripe number four. The housing market, or lack thereof. My wife and I have decided we are going to move out of our current uh, townhouse and uh, settle in a, a palatial compound somewhere that we have yet to secure. We have to spend this week uh, cleaning and organizing and uh, packing, more or less, um, in preparation of photographs and uh, open houses and blah, 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 all that shit. I hate fucking moving. Not looking forward to that part. I am kind of looking forward to, um, you know, we're going to buy a house. Well, she's going to buy it. I'm just a tenant. She's going to buy a house. 
And uh, I'm looking forward to that. Be nice. Privacy, a little bit more room. So the way that the housing market is now, it is much, much, uh, it is so, it's a crazy seller's market. I don't know, how the hell did I just do that? It is so, so, it is a, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just, these days when I'm tired to try to do this, oh, God, it's fucking terrible. It's depressing. It's not depressing. That's the wrong word for it. Just sucks, you know? Anyways, there's very little inventory. And the inventory that's available is either brand new, overpriced, or uh, not brand new, needs a ton of work, and has been on the market for six months. And it's probably still overpriced. What I can't get my head around, I've never been involved in the buying process. I helped my parents sell a house. That was relatively easy. But the buying process is where I'm not... Uh, I, don't, I don't know how that works. So, I don't understand you know, some of the things that go into it. I'm learning as, as we go. But I went to look... Went to an open house on Saturday, you, you know, and we saw the listing, like, oh, this looks like a nice house. Let's go check it out. And of course you get there, and it looks nothing like the fucking pictures. You don't know in the, the, the various details. Um, you don't really know how certain parts of the house are used. For example, this one that I went to, they had a sunroom. Terrific. And it's in the listing, sunroom. That, you know, three season porch, whatever the fuck they call it, I don't know. Sunroom, I guess. Well, these people were using the sunroom as a master bedroom. There's no closet in there, so it's not really a bedroom. Didn't say that in the fucking listing. To me, if you're up front with everything, you're going to get more people that are solidly interested in buying the property instead of a bunch of looky-loos that happen to come around and take up space, especially now when you can only have like two people in at a time and you're going to have a fucking line of looky-loos who come in and, you know, all they're doing is wasting your time. Had you spent five more minutes writing out the listing details, you would eliminate the riffraff. So, you know, this realtor fucking sold a bill of goods with this house, and the house wasn't that bad. It was a nice house. But, you know, they manipulate the photos, and I don't understand the end game here. I don't know what they're getting at. For what reason? Why do you have to be dishonest? Give me as much information up front as you can. I mean, is it a, is it a necessity that you have to sell this uh, next week? And the thing is now, apparently they're all doing this uh, best and final offer by this day. And this day is usually three to four days after the fucking open house. So now you're going to have a bunch of people in a bidding war for a house that's already overpriced to begin with. The person that ends up winning, they may not even really want the fucking house. 
How about that? You know, they bid, they overpay, and get into something that they only kind of like. Fuck that noise. You have three days to decide where you're going to fucking live for however many years? That's not enough fucking time. That's trash. Don't do that. There's no honesty anymore. Nobody is fucking honest about anything. And apparently that's a problem in this industry. We have a realtor, old school, nice lady. Sometimes she doesn't shut the fuck up, but she's nice. I like her. Jen likes her. Jen's worked with her multiple times. Um, you know, and she feels the same way. There's no fucking need for it. But I think actions are going to prove, once we get this thing listed, uh, you know, what her what her game is. I don't know. It's it's just, I don't know, and it's, we're looking, and I, I told John, I said, look, don't, don't keep looking now when we haven't even listed this place, because the last thing I would want is for her to fall in love with something, and then she can't get it. Personally, my requirements are minimal, I want a bigger kitchen, uh, more counter space in the bathroom. And a place to uh, to sit here and do this bullshit. Preferably in the basement or in an uh, outdoor space. Like a built-out shed or something. I thought, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Um, but yeah. I, I don't want that to happen. And I, I don't want to say that I think that's going to happen. Because I'm probably going to fucking jinx it. Even though I just fucking said it. I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're going to be smart and reasonable. Weigh the pros and cons. Figure this out. Find a spot that's best for all of us. Uh, My mother-in-law is going to be living with us as well. Very excited. Judy's terrific. Big fan. So we need room for everybody. My concern is that... We're going to settle. And I don't want to do that. Especially if we list this place. We have an offer. And then it's, well, okay, now we need to hurry. Even though we don't, we wouldn't need to hurry. But, anyways. So that's that. Uh, Gripe number five. Now, here's the social commentary portion of the program. Why is it so hard for some dudes to not say or do dumb shit? Specifically when it comes to women. And I bring this up because uh, currently in professional wrestling, uh, there is a movement afoot to out some of these fucking shitty guys who have either uh, may have sexually assaulted, may have raped uh, female co-workers, all hearsay, so you're innocent until you're proven guilty. However, nine times out of ten, these fucking dummies are guilty. And there's a handful of them. It just fucking sucks that there are plenty of good people in that industry are going to be fucking tainted, and it goes for just about everything else now. Bad apples constantly spoiling the bunch for everything. 
And it's always guys. Why the fuck do you have to be such a douchebag? Opie and Anthony back in the day. Uh, Anthony had a a thing where he said the perv switch in some dudes. And the perv switch would go off and they would instantly be a fucking perv. It's apt. But there's also a fucking stupidity switch. And Anthony fucking had one. Stupidity switch. Where, you know, you could be reasonable, cognizant, okay, and then all of a sudden, boom, you're a fucking uh, troglodyte. It, I don't understand it. Is it the way that we're wired somehow? Where we're inherently dumb and it's just... You know, it's like, uh, oh, this is going to be a fucking really dorky-ass fucking... (laughs) Uh, Order 66 was the, um, uh, the, the, the order to uh, kill all the Jedis. Um, The clone army, it was like built into their brain. Order 66, once the Emperor activated Order 66, boom. All the clones went after the fucking Jedi, and try to wipe them out. Is there, does that exist in the male brain? It has to, because it's just, it's nonstop. It constantly, it's just, and there are some people you can kind of tell that this was there anyway. There's a guy, a wrestler, Joey Ryan, whose main move is when somebody would grab his fucking dick and he would, you know, the move, quote-unquote, was, you know, that his fucking cock could, uh, you know, do like a an, uh, a move to, the, to his opponent. I think it was easy to kind of figure out that that dude was probably a piece of shit. And other dudes, you know, you kind of look back at, wow, yeah, you can kind of tell that guy was going to be a cocksucker. Uh... But yeah, it's baffling to me. And it just, it it happens fucking constantly. Stupidity switch, the fucking perv switch. It's all the fucking same. Like, stop being stupid. It we're, we're advanced enough where we cannot figure out how to get mustard water out of a fucking mustard bottle. But at the same time, we can't figure out how to just fucking keep our mouth shut and not say dumb shit. And if you do dumb shit and say dumb shit, you should be prepared to face the consequences that come with that dumb shit. It's frustrating on numerous levels. Can't be fucking anything anymore. I say this as uh, a white guy who has had no trouble with literally anything my entire life. That is uh, privilege personified. But at the same time, I haven't said dumb shit. I mean, I say dumb shit all the time. But not not to that level. Not saying and doing dumb shit that's illegal. I had to get off that, that off my chest. I was reading about that this morning, and I was baffled. Just... Get your fucking shit together. There has to be a moment prior to saying or doing something stupid where your subconscious is telling you not to. For fuck's sake, listen to Jiminy Cricket that's in your head and don't do it. 
don't do it. I don't think I could stand being like in my mid-20s right now. Because you've got 60 fucking years of dealing with this bullshit. Because people aren't going to get smarter. That's not going to happen. You hope that they do, but who the fuck knows? Anyways. So five gripes today, huh? Look at that. Uh, All nonsense. All five. You know? Um, But that's it for the show. Again, to mail it in Monday. I didn't have much to go on. I had a handful of things written out. My show sheet is just an outline. And I proceeded to to whine and talk. Listen, one thing. uh, If you or someone you know think would be interested in being on the show, for fuck's sake, tell me. Want to have conversations here. Uh... Regular guests, reoccurring guests would be dynamite. Co-host would be terrific, although I think it'd be easier to just have a regular train of guests. Uh, Again, I picked the worst fucking time uh, to start this thing, and here I am. There's nothing to fucking talk about. So I'm talking about mustard water. That's the kind of shit you're getting here on Complaints and Observations, mustard water. Yep, and I think I'll use that in the uh, social media post, though. See if I can find a picture of mustard water. Yeah, because that, that'll get people coming and listening, huh? They'll look at that, ooh, I've always wondered about mustard water. What is Dave going to say about it? Yeah, nothing good. But listen, tell your friends. Maybe you have friends that hate mustard water. Have them chime in. Have them listen to the program. Tell your coworkers. Tell your family, tell your family, family, I have a friend, David. He's a moron, and he's put this out for the entire world to hear. Give it a listen. And then when you're done with that, go to the Twitter page, Complaints Pod, Facebook page, Complaints and Observations Pod. I have a Facebook page that... I don't give a fuck about uh, complaintsandobservations.com is the website. I only have one video up on the YouTube page. I'd like to change that at some point. But uh, yeah, so that's it. Thank you as always. Take care of yourself. Take care of others. Godspeed. Ta-ta.